Hello and welcome back to the Westpick Startup Podcast. My name is Chantal Costello and today I'm joined by sibling entrepreneurs Neve and Rory Dooley, co-founders of BSL. BSL uses brewer's spent grains to create a nutritional food supplement which can be used for baking, added to soups and sauces or even for pancakes or porridge. You're both very welcome to our podcast and we are so excited to have you on today. So firstly, would you like to explain to our listeners exactly what BSL is all about, what you do and why it's important? Yeah, uh, thanks for having us on, Chantal. Um, I suppose BSL started as um, more of a lockdown project between myself and Rory uh, to keep us connected through Zoom. And the two main things we wanted to focus on for that particular project was creating a nutritious food source and to do it in the most sustainable way. Um, so yeah, we looked at a few ideas, but uh, it ultimately led us to um, looking into brewer spent grain. So when I started doing my desk research on brewer spent grain, I realised like it was so high in nutrition, really high in fibre and high in protein and there's B vitamins and minerals and loads of good healthy stuff. So that ticked one box. And then the next step was to reach out to uh, craft breweries around Ireland. And we're quite lucky. There's there's uh, plenty of them uh, scattered throughout the Midlands. So I kind of just picked up the phone, floated the idea around. Everyone seemed supportive of the idea and said, look, I've grain there. Come along and, and do some trials to start off with. So uh, once we started the trials, then we I brought them the grains home and put them in the kitchen oven and uh, man was complaining about the smell at one point. But uh, uh, we... We successfully did that trial. The smell and the other thing was the electricity bill because the <laughs> oven was on for nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I quickly moved out there. Um, one of my other friends offered uh, to use his commercial kitchen. So I did another test batch there. and That went well. So, yeah, then we gave our samples out to chefs and bakers and the feedback was, was really good, especially on the taste and flavour it added and, obviously the sustainability story as well so I then, think just uh, yeah just on that I think the the kind of thing that kind of you know we were a little bit in the dark about starting off was like around the taste because neither myself or Neve have culinary backgrounds and we probably underestimated like you know how important taste is in food in general just from never worked in that sector before um so we went off as Neve said to do something nutritious and sustainable but like the kind of the great thing about the the grains is that when we gave them out to you know chefs and bakers, they were like really like like inspired by the taste, and they're like, "Wow, I haven't got flavor like this before," um, and that was like a big tick, yeah. <laughs> tick the box. So like that's uh, partially why we made sure we had an omni-channel approach then with the products that we could go into wholesale and retail. Brilliant. So in terms of the idea generation. You were almost seeking out a green project. What was the appeal of going down a sustainability route? Well, I lived in Canada for two and a half years. And while I was there, I worked with the, with a vegan community in, on a food truck and then in a restaurant. Um, so I just spent a lot of time with them and uh, just like picked up a lot of how they, how they lived their day-to-day lives. So um, I kind of opened my eyes to like, you know, you can do little tweaks in your daily lives and... Um, yeah, I think I came back with the, just living a more sustainable life personally. Um, and then 
obviously with the facts of you know our population growing and, and food demand expected to increase by 60 percent by 2050 so like our food systems are going to be under strain in time so it's kind of nearly what can we do now for the future and for maybe our children or grandchildren you know so I think in the back of our mind and um, that was one good reason why we should make or work towards a sustainable business yeah, yeah but I think for me again coming from back from Australia and that you know you, you could see the emergence of like zero waste stores and you know it was only one down the road for me you know a 10 minute walk and I started to get like you know my nuts and my kind of seeds and all of that down there and just you know it's just a better way to do things and that's by the time I was leaving it was even pilot schemes are going out in some of the biggest supermarkets in Australia to do the same thing so you know we need to start thinking differently and when you can usually Australian likes of the US are a little bit ahead of us with with new initiatives so um we just thought we had to do something different yeah. as well right? and, then, and then when I came home as well I noticed that there there was one in Mullingar so <laughs> I I think the Irish people are a uh, shout out to the refills uh, yeah. store in Mullingar but uh just like obviously the Irish population are coming around and, and like things are beginning to shift which is really good to see and especially if multiples um start bringing it in as well you know mm. it'll give the everyday everyday consumer like an opportunity to to live like that as well yes of course just there you mentioned the scarcity in terms of food demand the scarcity of wheat and consequently flour is a major problem at the moment due to the crisis outbreak involving ukraine and russia with ukraine being a large wheat producer do you see this as a risk or could your product be a plausible solution to combat this problem yeah like i suppose a lot of people were coming to us uh, to start going oh is this uh with when when ukraine the crisis kind of broke out it's like oh is this going to be trouble for you guys you know will the breweries you know find it hard to source their malts you know will, will beer production slow down but you know from, from what we can see right now in the market that that's not really a risk like a lot of some of the breweries we work with for example grow their own barley um in their own fields so they have a, a steady supply um, some of the other uh, barley comes a lot comes from the UK um, and other parts of Europe or the US. So we don't see there's a problem for us specifically. We actually think there's an opportunity more broadly in terms of food security. Is that if you look at say bakeries, um, they're the ones that are feeling the pinch. Just I think Ukraine is about thirty three percent of something of the wheat supply in Europe, um, and you know they're going to have to start thinking differently now um, and we have you know sustainable um, ingredients that you can reduce your overall flour content and you can add uh, our ingredients um, to bring out you know flavor and nutrition so I think that's an opportunity that we can capitalize uh, this year. Great great so what other challenges have you faced then by in terms of implementing sustainable practices in your overall business? Um, I think packaging is is a nightmare for every business owner out there. Um, it just has a lot of challenges. First of all, like it has to be fit for purpose. So we have quite a a, a fine um, ingredient when we mill it down. So you know you need something very secure and airtight, and you know so you don't have dust going around everywhere. But um, yeah, that's some, that was one thing. Um, obviously, we need to do it in the most sustainable way and want to do it. Um, so I suppose 
there was pouches that were compostable, but when we looked at them, they were in China. So we were kind of weighing up the pros and cons of bringing something sustainable, but having all the air miles. Um, so obviously we try to look at, at what's available on in the island of Ireland. Um, so like, look, your your choices are limited, but um, you kind of just have to weigh up the pros and cons for your own business. Um, yeah, well, I suppose what we did specifically is when we designed our super mill grain package, like a sustainability had to be there. So we made sure that, you know, the cardboard we sourced, could, you know, it came from uh, FSC kind of forest that's accredited. It's a sustainable uh, source of cardboard. Um, we looked at the inner bag for our box because, as Aniv said, it's fine particles. Um, we did not want to go down plastic. And luckily, enough, we found a, a solution called Nature Flex. So our inner bag is actually looks like plastic, feels like plastic, but it's actually made from wood pulp. So it home composts um, and it's organic. So um our packages don't leave any waste or trace on on the planet so that was important to us um and then i suppose the other thing then is the outer boxes we always say like you know to some customers be like oh they get funny sized boxes or funny branded boxes when they order even online or some of our b2b customers because we go around to the businesses and we just take their leftover boxes so we just bring the van around and go we'll take all your boxes that way you know they don't have to bring them out and stamp them down and put them to right recycling we just take them use them and and send them out you get so, another life cycle so yeah that circular economy is in flow again <laughs> yeah i suppose we're programmed like that at this yeah, stage no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. A very innovative way of doing it. Um, what advice would you have for other companies who want to adopt more environmentally friendly business practices, but they just don't know where to start? Yeah, um, definitely get uh, reach out to like, you know, the, the agencies in Ireland is, as a starting point. They've been instrumental for us and, and, and us kind of getting to where we've been. Um, there seems to be a mentor with, a, with expertise um, under every kind of division or and um, so that would be my first advice talk to your leos talk to your enterprise ireland your your west Bix. <laughs> they're always there to help yeah. um and and then yeah you, i guess you know you got to have to have the motivation as well like that there, there are solutions out there but unfortunately they're not like well advertised or well known but they do exist mm. you just have to put the the effort in and you'll find them yeah i think as well just from a personal point of view and then into business like just pick one thing to maybe focus on um because if you go I want I want to turn my business completely green like it's not going to happen you have to start in one area if that's your packaging if that's your mode of transport you know and so yeah just pick one thing and get that right and then move on to the next and just set goals and yeah use the supports that are there definitely so what key supports have you availed of then in your journey so far? Back at the start, um, I started on um, the New Frontiers program when we just literally were working on a project together. Like it was very concept idea stage. So I did phase one and then got on to phase two and three. And that was really shaping the, the business model and, and our ideas. So uh, that was that was really good help. So that was with New Frontiers, uh, Enterprise Ireland and AIT. And then after that, um, I suppose we were getting support from our local enterprise offices. Yeah, so we got a Leo feasibility grant um, then. Um, and then we had to wrap that. We had to close that out really quickly because then obviously at the, around the same time, we were applying for the competitive start fund with the help again of Westwick. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, you were successful in that. So we wrapped up the, the Leo um, fund and then moved on to the competitive star fund. And we've drawn down all of that now. Uh, and now we're in the situation where we're an Enterprise Ireland client. And the next bit of funding it, what we're looking at is uh, leader funding because we qualify because um, we're based in Tullamore. So we're under the still technically rural. So we have the leader fund. Um, and then, yeah, we're actually on. <laughs> we've applied to the and been accepted on the Foodworks program, which is uh, um, an accelerator program sp uh, specifically for food companies and supported by Enterprise Ireland, Chagas and Board BA. So, yeah, um, we are kind of availed of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we highly recommend because we wouldn't be here where we or how we've grown either without. All but I think support. I think it's funny because I've talked to a lot of people now um, in business, either start up or even a little bit more mature than us, and a lot of people haven't gone down that road and um some of them say geez they just don't even know they exist mm -hmm. and then other people are i think afraid of writing a few forms or maybe doing a pitch presentation or something like that but like anyone i meet i always tell them that you really should talk to them because the supports are, are really really um amazing to be honest i don't think they exist in other countries as well yeah. as they do in ireland no that's what i was going to say it's a shame that more companies especially startups don't realize the supports that are available um because i think it would help them to reach that level of acceleration much faster um like you you guys have and it's benefited you obviously um enormously um along with your hard work and dedication to the cause you mentioned that you dream of a zero waste world so what does that look like to be us all uh yeah so for us i suppose our vision that we're working towards is that you know all kind of spent grain um be it brewers or distillers in ireland I mean, there's tons and tons of it like maybe there's approximately say 2700 tons uh, a week uh, produced in ireland all of that to be off-cycled um and you know f feeding the population giving more fiber um back in the diets um along with taste but um to get there you know it's it's going to be a long journey um and i think for the, z the part of the zero waste that we're already looking at is um the other byproducts that come from taking that that resource so we you know that when we take brewer spent grain it's quite wet and our whole process is around how we can get it to a dry state so that water that comes off we're already running projects that um looks at the byproduct of a byproduct um, so we'll have a complete zero waste facility um, and yeah we've some interesting results and potential customers for that already yeah yeah i think and then that's exactly it but the long long-term vision like i'd love i'd like to keep my ears and uh, ears out for like any other byproducts or or waste products that like could potentially be upcycled like it's a huge growing trend um it's yeah especially in the united states so there's a lot of interest in it and I think that's just coming off like you know climate change and and the growing population so yeah anywhere we can look at it into other resources and other waste streams like um that's what we're about really and then obviously with the the refill stores and everything like that coming on board like ideally when we first started super mill grains I said oh yeah, we'll just sell it in the refill stores, like in an ideal world and have no packaging. And that's what we wanted. But we said we can't really survive just doing that yet. But um, in a couple of years, it might be more uh, achievable. Yeah. 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 Mm. Absolutely. 
So what's the best piece of advice that you've ever received or that you'd like to pass on to another starting entrepreneur? I have a good one from one of our mentors. She said, uh, it's not a no, it's just not now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like Neve says that and and kind of laughs, but I'm actually the, usually the one on the road and the sales dude that gets told no every single day. So like, <laughs> if I hadn't heard that from her, like maybe I've already given up. But uh, yeah, it's uh, you just kind of gotta yeah just deal with the no's and just like really just have a way of accepting them. Um, the only other advice I suppose I give is just be prepared for the roller coaster because yeah. there's no other way to describe it. You go from one day of maybe having your biggest contract or your biggest sales day today and you'd feel like you're on top of the world to the next day, like your production process running into an issue or a customer complaint or yeah. you realize that, oh, maybe, you know, your funding runway yeah. isn't as long as it should be. And you're like at the bottom of it all, like within a couple of hours of being on top. And it's yeah. just like that the highs and lows. every single week. Yeah. <laughs> week in, week out. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it kind of works, I suppose, for me and Eve, because like, I reckon I'm the more emotionally kind of stable one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I- no, uh, the con of that is Neve, when we do have a big win, he's like, oh, you need to celebrate more. I'm kind of like, Don't. yeah, I'm like, I'm like tipping him on the shoulder. Like, you know, this is a big deal. Like, are you not happy? And he's like, yeah, yeah, like it's grand, but I have to focus on this now. <laughs> I want to go for a craft beer or something. <laughs> That's brilliant. And you're expanding at the moment. Is that correct? You're hiring a team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the team's getting big now. Um, luckily for us, I guess, um, I don't know the exact reason, but I'm pretty sure why the team is getting bigger quicker is um, because we have people reaching out to us for internships um, because they believe in the vision and they believe in, in, in the mission we're trying to uh, achieve. Um, so we've got we've got two interns already working first, one in public that's studying public health and she's helping with a lot of research around nutrition and trying to educate the, the everyday consumer about the benefits of, of eating um, the super mill grains. Um, we have a French intern that's starting and um, has started as well and she's has background in food science and marketing. So again, gonna help in the marketing yeah. um, sphere. Um, we have a culinary uh, intern that's starting in in May. So we're going. To, she's going to help us develop some recipes that you know. The ideal way is just like with a gastro pub that's maybe serving a craft beer. We can give them a menu of how they can use the grains into their food and pair them. So that's a little project we're working on with her. Um, and then we have another intern starting uh, for the summer as well uh, in marketing as well. So like. The, <laughs> <laughs> we we're, we're getting a team of interns, and yeah. then we've hired um, a full time production um, person as well. So, yeah, the idea the idea is to scale up the production team first, and then free up me and Eve to kind of continue to grow the business. Yeah, that's fantastic. And Neve, I think a congratulations is in order as well. Uh-huh. You recently were shortlisted for PwC Woman in Business. Is that right? Yeah, for the startup category. Yeah, thanks very much. <laughs> congratulations that's brilliant that's such an achievement so um, we'll be excited to see um, how that goes Um, but I suppose we might just um, let the listeners know where the best place is that they can find you and then we'll finish up with the quick fire round yeah um, 
you can find us uh, in pretty much all the the best independent uh, Irish health food stores and um, all the good ones. Um, they, yeah, there's about, we have about 45 store listings at the minute. So if it's not an independent health food store, it's probably an independent grocer. Um, and that's, we're spreading across the country in that, in that category at the minute. But to find those listings, you'll see them on our website on bsl.ie. And if you drop down to the bottom, we have a tab for stockists. So if you want to check out uh, where's your nearest store that has super milk grains, that's where you'll find that. Yeah. And then our social medias are at BSL Foods. So that's for Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. And if there's not a store near you, you can just buy online at bsl.ie. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so we'll just go through the quick fire round. So we might start with you, Neve, we'll put ladies first, and then Rory, if you just want to come in with your answer yep. afterwards. So just whatever firstly comes to mind. So would you rather work from home or the office? Office. Uh, home. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Coffee. Um, early bird or night owl? Oh, neither. <laughs> um, both. <laughs> It depends if it's weekday or weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't sleep. <laughs> yeah. um, reading or podcasts? Podcasts. Reading. Uh, time blocking or winging it? Uh, you don't just want to hear me say it. <laughs> winging it. <laughs> yeah, I knew she'd say that. I'm time blocking for me. <laughs> <laughs> and email or phone calls? Oh, phone calls. Phone calls. No, that's the end of that so that's brilliant guys I feel like we could talk all day but um, I, I, you're very busy so I may let you go um, but thanks very much for coming on and it's been a great episode thanks, thanks a million so thanks Adele thanks, thanks Alison bye talk to you soon